Hello, this is Kev, and welcome to the Life Success Engineer Podcast. This podcast is all about taking massive action in your life and business. Having the grit, the tenacity, the vision, the courage to take life on and achieve your goals. And also, in business, building a business of scale, automation, and systems. This podcast will share with you the strategies for you to take massive action on. Let's go. Please help. I'm losing money in my online arbitrage business. I would love to offer my support and guidance to an online arbitrage and wholesale arbitrage mastery mastermind member called Sam, who very transparently and openly and honestly put out a post in the mastermind group sharing his story so far, sharing his journey so far. Sam is in month six of his online arbitrage journey and he put this out onto the group. So bear with me, it's quite a long post, but I need to give you context on what this is going to be about. Okay, so Sam put out onto the group, warning, long post, my numbers. I'm trying to be completely transparent and hoping for help. My focus from day one has been automation. I have a full-time job and I wanted to spend money to get automated and freedom ASAP. At the midpoint of the sixth month, I am negative $57.53. I have screenshotted all my numbers and screenshot my repricer numbers. I am I am right at about 10% margin. However, all my profits go towards my tools and my VAs, explanation mark. I have two VAs. My senior VA, I pay 310 per month and she works full time. She does the manual sourcing, but really does all my purchasing, account management, communication with prep, um, account health, etc. My part-time VA, I pay for five hours per day to run tactical arbitrage. They typically, they typically uh, get through 300 to 400 products per day and always set scans up. I pay him 180 per month. We are finding only about 10 products per day with TA. After double checking things and with IP alert and a few price changes, we all, we may only order five things per day typically. My inventory is around 100 items at this point. Other costs include Inventory Lab, which is 50 per month, uh, Bybot Pro, which it's got two licenses, which is at 70 per month. Tactical arbitrage, which is 100 a month. Repricer, which is 50 a month. Uh, what should I do? Keep in mind, I'm looking for freedom and willing to spend. Number one, hire more VAs to source more and hope the cost will eventually be overtaken by profit. Do more manual sourcing myself, although that goes against the plan for automation. Source higher priced items. Any other ideas? Thanks in advance. And I'm going to put a link to that post in the online arbitrage in the, in the mastermind below. So I'm going, to, I'm going to actually split this video up into two parts, right? I'm going to have this video. The first section right now is going to be about the, the good parts, right? The good parts that Sam's been doing. And then the second part, towards the end, we're going to talk specifically about the not so good parts, right? Because allow me to give you a little bit of, um, I guess, context of where I'm coming from, 
Okay, so if you're not aware who I am, my name's Kev here from LifeSuccessEngineer.com and since 2015, we have built our online arbitrage business, our Amazon business, which allowed us to quit our jobs, get out into a warehouse. We now have a team. We've now got automation in place. I'm I'm sitting to you, I'm talking to you right now uh, from my home office where I work every day remotely from all our operations because I wanted to get away from the distraction and have that freedom in the in the automation that Sam refers to. So I'm I'm coming to you from sort of four years experience. We're on our way to that. Our goal is 10 million sales. That's what we're aiming for. So I'm going to give you a bit of perspective on on my experience so far. Okay. So here's some good points, Sam, and whoever's watching this. The good points are you've absolutely taken massive action. Right, you've taken huge amounts of action in your business. That is a great point, and I have to start there because so many people don't take action. Right, so many people don't take action. So after month six, you've you've said that you've you've lost roughly about sixty dollars up until this point. But congratulate first because you've taken action till this point. The second point I really wanted to make is your honesty and transparency with the mastermind group. The honesty that you've shared, right? And um, again, I'll put, I'll try putting some screenshots and things up as I talk through this. But you've shared your business with us. You've shared screenshots where we can, I can see, we can see your your sales from January, February, March, April, May, June, and, and up until this point. You've shared absolutely everything, and I, I really want to commend you for this because you know so many people are in maybe difficult situations or in situations in their business where they're maybe not 100% got the clarity that they they maybe need to, to, to take action in the right way. People are afraid to, to ask for help. And I really want to commend you for going out openly in public, sharing your results so far and offer, and asking for help because that is the truth will set you free as the saying would go. A lot of the times, people may be afraid of getting down into numbers and really trying to to figure out what these numbers mean because business is tough. Let's let's be honest, business is tough. Throughout my personal journey since 2015, there's been so many hurdles that I've overcome and learned by stumbling my way through, and I'm not ashamed to admit it to you. Like when it comes to here in the UK, VAT. I've had to learn how that works. Accounting in general, we've had to learn how that works. And building your business, you know, working with virtual assistants, working with employees, working with the legal side of things, to the management side of things, to the operational, like the tactical side of things. Entrepreneurship is a journey. Entrepreneurship is difficult. There's a reason why I think the statistics are... Not many businesses get to the two-year mark. I believe like only 10% of businesses that start, they actually only make it to month 24. And the truth is because there's so much involved from the accounting, from the legal side of things, from the management side of things, from money management side of things, the truth is people are not able to... They, they, they may be afraid, they, they may be fearful, they maybe don't know what to do. So the... The reality is you've shared your your story, you've shared your numbers transparently and I can guarantee you Sam this this is going to help you massively because 
that's the truth. You've got to off. You've got to. You've got to ask for support. You've got to help people. You've got to. You've got to. If you're not sure on something, you've got to get out there. You've got to ask the right people. Find the right people that can support you. Right. So, let me. Um, I wanted to start there because that's. It's a good thing to say. Okay. The next thing I want to say. The third thing is you. You have a clear vision in mind. You have a clear vision in mind where your number one goal is automation and freedom, right? Automation and freedom. And up until this point, if I get this right, you've sold, I don't have the actual figure, you've probably sold roughly about fifteen dollars to $20,000, I believe, which is, again, amazing if you think about that. You started six months ago and you've now sold five figures Amazing. You've taken action, you've developed systems, you've brought people on, you've really taken massive action. And that is ultimately where we can now go on to maybe the negative side of things, where I really want to start to support you on coming out of this, right? So one of my key messages have always been to automate and systemize your business for freedom, because that is the goal here. But Again, let, let me share with you where I'm coming from. The first six months of my journey, I'd actually sold over £100,000 worth of products. And by the time I got to month six, okay, so you're in month six, so let's just do a quick comparison, right? In month in my month six, I got to over £100,000 in total revenue, but in a, a month, a, a calendar month, I'd got and surpassed 36,000 pounds in one month, okay? In one month. And I'm just looking at your numbers over the last sort of month or so. You've got to 6,000, you've got to 4,000, and and as the time of this recording, you're at 2.7,000, okay? 4.7,000, Okay, so you've, you've, never, you've never got past the 10,000 pound mark or this $10,000 mark. So allow me to start there, right? So when I got to over £100,000 worth of sales, 30, £36,000 worth of sales in 30 days, at that moment in time, I was still working full-time, I was taking no money out of the business, and I only had two virtual assistants working for me, which were sourcing VAs. I had not, I didn't have any senior VAs, Okay, didn't have any senior VAs. I didn't have um, very minimal um, tools and resources at that point. I didn't have, uh, there was no Bybot Pro back then. I didn't have um, a tactical arbitrage back then. And I'm going to get onto the, the whole journey in, in shortly. But my, my expenses, my monthly recurring expensive expenses were smaller than yours. And my revenue was, in one month, was very much like, you know, more than double the total revenue you've had in six months. And I don't say that to impress you. I don't say that to say anything other than press upon you that everything has to go in the right sequence of events, right? Ultimately, business is about making money. Business is about, yes, 
getting your youth the freedom, getting the, the security, getting the, uh, the ability to quit your job and all these things, but it's ultimately about making money. And this is where you've got to strategically make the right moves at the right time. And one thing I will say is you, you know your numbers, right? You know your numbers, which is fantastic, which now need, means you've got, to, you've got to look at your expenses that you've currently got first and foremost, and see, is this in proportion to where my business is right now? Because there is a, there is a true, there, there is a reality that you can scale too quickly, or you can outsource too quickly, where your scaling of your operation has not caught up with, ultimately, the outsourcing of your operation. So, You've really done it backwards to me, okay? I, I scaled my business, I got revenue in the business, I got money in the business, I got profit in the business, and then I began to outsource. You have taken huge amounts of action, you've worked to outsource your business, but the scaling has not got there yet. It's just, it's just not got there. The numbers suggest that you've just not built your business in terms of revenue to be sustainable, which is ultimately... Um, which has caused you to be in the red, right? It's caused you to to be where you are right now. In total, you've lost money, okay? So that's the first point I need everybody, and this is my suggestion to everybody, is you've got to, you've got to do this in the right sequence of events. First and foremost, it's about how much money you're making, get clear on your numbers and use the tools that are available out there to get clear on your numbers. Whether that is a service like a, I believe he sent a screenshot here and I think you're using an Aura. I, I can't, rec I don't know that one, but you're using an Aura. Um, there are other tools out there that you can use, such maybe a seller board, for example, or you can use uh, master sheets and spreadsheets, financial sheets, that you can um, you can get your order reports and you can put them into Google Sheet to work out what your actual profits and margins have been. Okay, so that's the first step. You've got to get clear on your numbers, right? You are Sam, which is fantastic. The second step is then, you've got to really be focused in on the, the tools that you're using, that, that fixed expense, right? Get really, get get ruthless on, there's lots to, nice, nice to have. There's lots of, there's lots of tools that are nice to have, right? There's so many services out there right now. There's so many products out there right now, but you've got to think about what is it that's getting you a real return on investment, a real return on investment, a positive one, okay? And looking at the tools that you're using, immediately I would say um, a tactical arbitrage, um, my personal opinion is in terms of like the the master sourcing levels, the, the sourcing strategies that I focused on was number one, manual, which we're not talking about, sourcing lists, okay, because they are cheaper, right? It's a, a lower barrier to entry. Then it's manual sourcing VAs, okay? And then it's a tactical arbitrage. And the reason why I, I said, the reason why I tell you these in this particular order is simply because from my experience, it's all about the, the return on investment. The sourcing lists are, let's say, the same price as a tactical arbitrage, but you're being supplied with products, which means there is no need to have a, a VA. Right, so you're currently paying, 
let me get this right, 100 for tactical arbitrage as well as 180 for the VA. So that's $280, right? You could actually get the same amount, and let's be honest, you're only getting about, you're only able to order about five things per day, which means for $280, you are only getting five things, five products per day. Whereas if you was to sign up to a sourcing list, for example, you could, you could a third of the price, you're no longer getting all the VAs, uh, the, the VA, you're no longer getting tactical arbitrage, and you're now focused in on, you've got a sourcing list that's supplying you with like 10 products per day or more, whatever you're at, whoever you're using. Okay, so now all of a sudden, you're actually being a bit more clever with your money. Yes, there are maybe more competition involved, um, in the in the in the products in the sourcing list, I totally get that. But at the same time, it's it's all in perspective. The more you pay, the more's on the line. Okay, so you're now paying two hundred and eighty dollars on tax arbitrage and a VA, and now your zero line, your um, your break even line is just increased massively because now you've got to you've got to keep getting those products every single day more than five per day to be sustainable in the first place just to pay for tactical arbitrage just to pay for the VA in the first place okay so it's all in perspective at that point then um, that would save you money straight away by considering either you if you still want to use tactical arbitrage you just do the scans yourself or you going back down to a sourcing list and maybe potentially even just paying the VA to do the reviewing of the sourcing list. Does that make sense? It's all about lowering those, those bottom line expenses, those recurring expenses that are happening every single month. Another one is um, you've got two, you've got two um, subscriptions with Buybot Pro. Now, I'm not telling you what to do and what not to do. I'm just simply saying that, like, is it... Is, is like 70 a month, is it worth at this moment in time, is it worth at this moment in time to have two licenses, okay? Two licenses. To, to be honest with you, I just don't think it's necessary until you've maybe at a point where you've got a much bigger team, right? Where you've got lots of different operations going on because 70 a month is, is a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a tool that... When I first started, I was using a Keeper and Camel Camel Camel. Both were free at the time. Now Keeper's going to cost you, but it's going to cost you about 15, I believe it's about 15 euros a month at this point. I paid for it for the entire year. So let's put that in perspective. You've got Keeper, right, where if you pay for the entire year, it's going to cost you about 150 euros, let's say, I think, 120 euros. Or you're paying for Buybot Pro, 70 every single month where if you just paid for an annual subscription of keeper you've, you've now got that for an entire year and it's the same cost as like two months of buybot pro again i'm just trying to be realistic with the numbers you've got to focus in on your your expenses every single month right you've got to think of your your bottom line expenses as much as you possibly can you've got to be really clever with what you're paying for okay Repricer Express is necessary. Okay, my personal opinion, you've got over you've got about 100 items. Repricer Express is a good investment. 
it's an it is a good investment right because that is working for you that's getting you a return on investment whereas a let's say a tactical arbitrage yes you're scanning for items but you're having to do that manual work buybot pro it's a fantastic subscription it's a fantastic tool but it yes it's making you money and yes it's going to help you review items but the truth is a keeper can do that too for the level that you're at right now infantry labs i don't Personally, I don't know the the truth when it comes to infantry labs. The the how effective it is. Clearly, it's a very very good product. I've, I've, lots of people are using it. It's not here in the UK that I'm aware of. It, lots of people are using it in the US. So you're gonna have to ask yourself the question: Is this something that I really need at this point, or is there an alternative? Is there, for example, a? I know there's from infantry labs. If I remember rightly, it allow you. It helps you a lot more in your business, not just numbers. Okay, you've also got this um, aura uh, where you've got your screenshots in the first place. I'm guessing that's costing you money as well. Okay, I, I'm guessing you've got you've got high expenses right now. You've got lots of nice to have right now when your business is just not matching that level of expense. It, it just isn't okay um and i, I obviously i you know i'm not saying that to 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 sound any harsh in any way but the truth is i've got to give you a bit of tough love because you've got to you've got to focus on the expenses first as much as i love the fact that you you've taken massive action you've outsourced v, to vas you've got automation in place i'm not entirely sure what you're doing for your prep at this point you've got all this in place which is fantastic but you've you've started to sprint before you've even begin to crawl okay now i don't know where you are in terms of financially which means that if you are in a position i'm going to flip the script here in a minute and i'm going to give you some practical advice flip the script if you've got money to invest and you're ready to take action in terms of right i can i've got a pot of money and i can turn this around because the truth is, you've got a, you've got a, a skeleton there. You've got the foundations of a very solid business. You've got foundations in place that can allow you to rapidly scale this because you've got leverage at this point. You've got VAs, okay? You've got the tools. You've got things in place that you're paying for already. Now it's a case of bringing bringing this scale. Rip it, like pulling it to where you are right now really bringing that urgency to where it is right now so what is it that you can do so there's a couple of things that you already said hire more VAs to source more and hope this eventually overtakes profit this is what you're saying do some manual sourcing yourself source higher items or other ideas okay so this is where I'm just going to give you a load of different ideas to really if you're in a position one if you need to lower expenses because you're running out of capital reserves, you've got to be really, really ruthless and bringing expenses down. Those nice to have, cancel them, come back to them later. If you're not in a position like that and you are, you're in a position where you've got capital, now's the time to go super, super all in and look at all your numbers, right? Look at, look at the performance of tactical arbitrage, for example. You know, you've got to really think about your how optimized you are with tactical arbitrage okay because like i said for me the best way of scaling is go through sourcing lists first or get into your own, own personal virtual assistants your sourcing vas that are doing manual sourcing for you every day because you've maybe because for the for the expense that you've got you can control it a lot more 
or you you continue with with tactical arbitrage and be, become a lot more efficient at optimizing your your um the the different filters that you're using what are the results that you're getting right now you're getting out of four three to four hundred products you're getting like five per day so you need to start thinking about you need to start being focused on the strategy that you're using if you're using tactical arbitrage what how many stores you're scanning every day are you looking at different stores first to see whether there's any offers on to to be more optimized towards offers first um really you've got to get down into the performance of tactical arbitrage with key performance indicators such as how many products are being reviewed every day what is your winner rate and and try to work and change filters around to be more optimized we use a, a tactical arbitrage master sheet which allows us to very quickly export our um, exports from tactical arbitrage to the master sheet on google which gives us that self analysis because I, i've got the master management sheets 2.0 the self analysis that very quickly we can export into tactical arbitrage and it gives us the results straight away. So in terms of the reviewing of those, those exports, the VAs are only taking a short amount of time, okay? Because it's about optimizing everything. If you've got a VA that's, that's working for five hours, um, if, you, yeah, if you've got a VA that's working for five hours, it's about optimizing that time as much as possible. It's about optimizing as much time as possible, getting as much blood out of that stone as possible. And if they're right now only getting five things per day, it's time to go back to the drawing board with tactical arbitrage. What is the strategy you're using? Where are you scanning? How are you scanning? How are you exporting? Are you playing with your filters? Are you optimizing filters? Are you testing? Are you split testing? You've got to really get into that, right? And that's why I see it more of an advanced sort of thing because it's all about when you're first getting started, you, you may have a full-time job and, and it's, it's difficult to find the time for everything. You've got these bottlenecks, which means at the start, having something like a sourcing list that can just supply you with products every day, that, re that relieves a lot of pressure. That's why, I, that's why I recommend it to beginners because it relieves a lot of pressures to begin with. Okay, um, then I go on to virtual assistants manual sourcing because then I can focus in on training that assistant and working with a person who's manually sourcing. And then it's more advanced going to tactical arbitrage. Okay, there are other things that you can do in terms of the, um, um, the actual, uh, I call it resource pooling. It's level five of what I call resource pooling is when you are sharing resources okay so if you've got a virtual assistant maybe you can share resources so you so you're now actually getting like double the amount for half the pay if you get what i mean uh, that's maybe an option for you to look at then we can start talking all things to do with um you've got 100 products right now i'd love to know about your infantry health okay how many items you're actually selling how many items are in the buy box right now? What is your infantry age in terms of how many items are above 90 days? Just to get a bit of perspective on what percentage. Are you actually, every product that you're purchasing, if it's five per day, are you selling all those? Because it's not giving you an awful lot of failure. It's not giving you an awful lot of wiggle room. Because you've got high expenses, if, for example, 
two of those products out of five that just don't sell, you're now stuck with those items, but you've put capital in it, you've paid expenses on getting them, and now they're just sat there in your stock, and it's maybe going over 90 days. Okay, so it's a, it's a full conversation to have when it comes to infantry health in the first place. Okay, um, so think about, I'd love to know what your, your items are over 90 days. I'd love to know how many items you've got in the buy box. You need, to, you need to get more products. You need to increase the rate of products that you've got going into, into your, your Amazon business. Okay, just because of that level of expense that you've got. I'd love to get into your replenishing. Are you leaving money on the on the floor or on the table if you're not optimized where you're replenishing, for example? How often are you replenishing? Are you replenishing on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a daily basis? You've got to really think about your replenishing. Replenishing acts as a massive part of this business because once you find the products, you've got to think about the quantities that you're purchasing in the first place. How how are you in stock long enough? Are you purchasing for a month? Are you still in stock after two weeks? If you're not still in stock, have you? do you need to replenish those items? Can you still replenish those items? That's the question. If you can't, then it's you've, you've lost you've lost the you've lost the sales on those products because you could have just purchased more in the first place. Okay, so there's there's lots of things to talk about. You've got to increase the amount of products that you're shipping into Amazon. That only comes from your sourcing methods. Sourcing lists, virtual assistant manuals, um, automated automated through tactical arbitrage, resource pooling. You've got to increase. For the level of expenses that you've got right now, you've got to increase. Get your virtual assistant then onto your, um, your infantry, uh, your infantry health, the age, the replenishing. Are you getting as much back out of Amazon as possible from your unfulfillables, from your shipment reconciles, from your infantry adjustments, getting as much back out as possible? Reprice Express, how many is in the buy box? Where is the buy box? Look at the percentage, where you're at, what your minimum is. Where is the buy box at that point? Is the buy box at like 28% and you're at 30%? It's really about optimizing every aspect of this business. Okay, so I just wanted to, to give you just some ideas. You're gonna have to increase sourcing. You're gonna have to be, try increasing, yes, you've said source higher priced items. Of course, the more profit that you can get per item is always gonna be better. Okay, so, um. I hope that's helped. I really do help it's helped. I'm gonna have a link in the description below for a for a resource for you, multiple resources if, if it does help. Let me know if this video has supported you in any way. Let me know if it's given you some thoughts um, on, on my personal opinion. You know, yes, you've done absolutely right. You know, you've done you've done amazingly to get to this point. You've taken massive action. You've outsourced. You've done so much in your business, which is amazing. You've got some really key skills. Now it's about now it's about readjusting, refocusing. Do you need to lower expenses or do you need to really make it work by You've got to increase the amount of products that you send in every day. You've got to increase the sourcing methods. You've got to increase the um, the optimization of your health, of your repricing, of your uh, replenishing. All that becomes super vitally important the more expenses that you get. So I'm gonna have all the resources down below. Let me know if this has helped. 
uh, give me a thumbs up if you don't mind. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. I am going to have a masterclass down below as well for those that maybe want to join or uh, watch the, the masterclass. Um, my name is Kev here from LifeSuccessEngineer.com. I help people take massive action in their online arbitrage business on Amazon FBA. I hope this has been worthwhile. I wish you all the best, Sam. Keep doing it. Keep doing all the things that you're doing, taking action, being transparent, asking for support. You will get there. To say that you've you've only lost $60 at that this point is a great achievement because yes, you have increased massive expenses, but I think there's a. I think it's not to a point where it's a loss now. There's a, you can absolutely get this back. You can. It's not game over for you. You can get this back. You can make it happen. Just readjust, reevaluate. Um, if you want any more support, don't hesitate to get in contact with me, and uh, we can we can get on a call, and I can support you personally if you like. So, Kev here from LifeSuccessEngineer.com. Inspiring you every day to keep taking massive action. That's what you certainly have done, Sam. Take care, keep taking massive action, and I'll speak to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life Success Engineer podcast. If you enjoyed this, please take massive action on the strategies and make it happen every single day. If you want to support the podcast, please hit that subscribe button, head on over to iTunes, and leave an honest review. I look forward to speaking to you again soon, inspiring you every single day to keep taking massive action in your life and business. Take care.